Welcome there back, we Greg. You're oh. a slut, Greg. Fuck, man. Uh. Oh. <sighs> so vampire. Vampire, yes. Vampire? No incels here in this Wham. vampire world. Yeah, to be you a vampire incel. Oh, God. <laughs> Aaron, please tell me there's, like, at least in this campaign, no Nosferatu incels, because, come on, oh, that's just too my. easy. It'd be very easy. That's too easy. I want a Toriadori incel. That'd be they'd be the worst. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so no, 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 the Toriadori incel is an incel because they think that that touching a woman would mar their beauty, so they do not. <laughs> they only they only gave some fuck. No, no, all the incels are dead because they're because they were all Tremere's. That's why we never met them. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> that would explain a lot. <laughs> We never met them because there's a player who's an a-hole and didn't actually go and visit the, the, the Chantry. Oh, speaking about the Chantry, how's it doing? It's on fire. I know, that happened last time, so I'm just trying to move the conversation to the recap. No, I was working with you on that and trying to lead, lead us into that. And so, oh, you know, last time on... Burning. Yeah, the, the Chantry is on fire. The uh, Elysium the, was on fire. Elysium's on fire. We found a bunch of our heads of everything. Uh, well, we found one, uh, one, one of the, 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 we found the Banu Hakim, uh, primogen on the, who, who's been burned to smithereens. We have the, 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 not the keeper of Elysium, but the, uh, what she do? The lady who tells people who they owe. The harpy. The harpy. Uh, she's been burned. Uh, they say the, the prince probably murdered at least 15 people and you know i mean is is out here being a badass um and now everybody's headed to my hospital um uh, my maker has decided that he's going to uh be not well he didn't decide per se but he's now going to be grand poobah of tremere relations uh for this for the, the i would almost say the state of pittsburgh but only people from pittsburgh think it's a state um Let's see. Uh, did I miss anything? Um, no, I'm pretty sure that's most of the major shit that happened. Uh, oh yeah, uh, M MB tried tried to heroically throw himself to his own death, thinking that he would have a heroic uh heroic chance to uh you know absolve himself of the sin of Diablery without anyone knowing. Uh, it didn't happen. Just, just, the universe said, nah, you're living. Yeah, it was session 44. Shit's on fire, yo. Um, uh, no, 43? We're on 44 now. Uh, also, we're on, we're on 44 now. Also, uh, the other major detail that I remember is that our raid on the school, uh, we just found a bunch of Slokta there. The guys had already moved, and they'd moved to go, you know, Try to kill the prince, basically. So that that was kind of a bust. We we got one one raid was successful. The other one was kind of a bust. Yeah, I mean, we were able to fight them, and then they were able to set all of our shit on fire. So you know, woo. 
Um, this session is going to be somewhat downtime because we're going to be fast forwarding a few nights. Oh. Mm. Okay. Because everything needs to reset and recombobulate. So you're going to have plenty of time to work on things. Oh, nice. Nice. As the court recoalesces at Hyacinth's hospital. Okay, is is it... Or are we doing the flash forward right now, or... Let me read off the death list. Okay. Alright. Amongst members of the court, casualties were surprisingly low. Keeper of Elysium, Abby McCleary, has met her final death. As has the regent, Maggie Albright. Bana Hakim Primogen Farid Wassem is still in torpor. His injuries were critical. He seems to have been caught nearly entirely in the blast. And the Toreador Primogen, Arthur Morris, has also met his final death. Yay? No. I mean, it's a win for Yaya. Almost all his all his enemies <laughs> in the Camarilla are gone. <laughs> yeah, you can say yay. All all everyone that hated you is pretty much gone. The keeper, the pro both the primogens, like, well, continue here. There have been several. M most of the loyal Camarilla that you've interacted with were with you on the raid. So they weren't there for the attack on Elysium. That's good. Un unfortunately. Gregory Simmons, everyone's favorite Nosferatu liaison, was not so lucky. Is he final death or just torpor? He is final death. God damn it. Unfortunately, that means that both Yaya and, and MB lose a dot of allies. Yeah. RP Greg. Prince has instructed his sheriff and his scourge to organize the cover-up. Um, 
Gas explosion. Gas explosion. Excellent. That's the easiest way to say there was a fire. That's the easiest way to, like, it's either that or you say terrorist attack, and now all the humans are scared. Uh, I'm gonna make sure that, um, Gabriella's on scene in case the fire department sends any kind of, uh, investigator, like an arson investigator or anything. Someone who's gonna be poking around, looking to see if there's anything in particular that started the fire. And, um, if I'm in the area when they're there, I'm gonna try my best to intercept them and maybe, um, do some subtle manipulation of their minds to make sure that they uh, walk away with the right conclusions. Which power are you using? Uh, I'm probably going to use presence because presence is subtler, and because presence, I have sufficient enough presence where I can make someone want to help me. I have presence free, which I think All is right. That's going to be appearance and empathy equal to difficulty equal to the target's current willpower points, so you're going to be rolling at difficulty 4. Okay. Slash roll 6010. Uh, and for you, Yaya, I'm going to need you to roll something as well. Oh, baby! Oh, yeah. This guy's going to be in your pocket for a good year now. I'm rolling something too? What am I rolling? I am looking at your character sheet. Uh. Manipulation and either uh, investigation or politics. I suppose streetwise could also work here. I'm if you're if you're if you're going for a more like journalistic angle. I'm going to go from the I am a sheriff, I'm a detective, so I'm gonna go uh investigative. Right. So you're going for the police angle then? Yeah. So let's uh right. manipulation Your difficulty is going to be six. Difficulty is six. Two successes. With two successes. You're able to maneuver your way into police reports and start to fiddle around at will. It's not quite as easy as you expected it to be, even with the court's substantial reach and resources within the city. This is the first time you're doing it, after all. 
my bad. <clears throat> I need to get some actual policemen underneath my uh, underneath my wing. I'll probably uh, whatever story Yaya concocts up and feeds to me, I'll feed to the to the arson investigator that we have that I've uh, coerced and just play it up like, yeah, yeah. If you if you if you tell this and you like like tell your bosses that this is totally what happened, I mean like I'll be super grateful to you. Is that only dot of allies, or is that more than one ally? I didn't write it down, so I'll keep it there. Um. So what? Essentially, what I'm going to try to be selling is that, um, there was a pipeline that connected the a, a pipeline that connected them both. Um. A gas pipeline that connected that 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 connected them both uh, blew up, and because of oh it combusted, and because of faulty, um, <coughs> because of uh a, a, some some older, <coughs> oh my. Because of an older failsafe um, not actually triggering due to uh, due to disrepair, those two places went up in flames. <clears throat> How does that sound to you, uh, party? Sounds good to me. Sorry, I was away from my desk. Hmm. Did I miss something? Um, only thing you missed was me asking the party if um, a, a a story that I just made up, which is um, a gas pipeline that connected um, the uh, the hospital and the uh, I keep wanting to say arboretum, but I don't think it's an arboretum. Uh, it's a conservatory. Yes, and in, in the conservatory, due to um, some failsafes, some 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 old some old some old city failsafes not actually triggering uh, due to disrepair, uh, those two were the only ones that were affected in, in, the, uh, in the blast. Yeah. I love you. Say I. Am a computer scientist, not a civil engineer. I need you guys to tell me if it sounds if that sounds dumb. Oh, it sounds perfectly fine. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. I mean, like, yeah, you're a civil, you're not a civil engineer. I don't think any of us are. It's like, <laughs> but hey, know. guess guess what? The regular person isn't either. So <laughs> it's believable enough. <laughs> also, like. Since we have this arson investigator under our thrall, like we have an official line to whatever report will be written about this to say what it means, and they'll be like, "Yep." I need to get in contact with like the actual Pittsburgh PD. They could help phenomenally. 
I'm pretty sure the cam probably already has inroads in there. We just need to ask the prince about, like, hey, yeah. what resources do we have amongst the police department and the fire department and, like, the mayor's office or whatever? That'll be a question I ask during downtime. <clears throat> All right. With that squared away, let's talk scenes. Because there's stuff that I'm sure you guys want to accomplish while the Camarilla picks up the pieces. I know personally for myself, I, I think that there's a lot of stuff Gabriella has floating right now in relation to um, doing stuff for the Sedites, doing stuff for the Gat Giovanni, but there is something I want to focus in on because this happened a while ago and I want to make sure we get this done in a timely manner because I still don't know what the time limit on, on, is on this and the fact that Maggie is uh, that Hannah is dead kind of makes this more of a priority for her. She's going to go to the dead drop that she knows that she's supposed to drop the ring off at. Okay, I would like yeah. to come. Back. Yeah, if you want to come with, you can come with on, you know, on that one. Um, what was I supposed to do? To interfere something. Was I supposed to talk to Summer? If you can find her. And like try to get her in contact with the outcome? Is that what I was supposed to do? I mean, as far as we are aware, dropping off the ring is probably the best avenue to get in contact with Summer, as far as we know. But there might be other ways to do it. Just trying to remember if that's what Alco wanted. All right. Yes, but either way, I want to go with you. It'll be fun. I I I I will tell you that like if you're gonna come on the job, uh. It's going to be very upfront. Gabrielle will tell you that she wants to capture Summer to question her. Oh, cool. I'll help with that. Yeah. That might accomplish my goal that I can't remember. I'm like 90... Wait, I'm like 70% certain that I'm supposed to bring... Alco to... Or Summer to Alco. Alco wanted to speak with Summer. Yes. This I can accomplish, probably. Ah, I could be an idiot and take us in. Can I take other, like, non Malkavians into the web? No. Fuck. Okay. That would be a wild way to interrogate somebody. other than reuniting with my person thing past whatever person I would like to um, I think Helen would like to 
spend time trying to find out more and trying to run into trying to find out more about and trying to run into again that spirit lady. Okay. MB, are you turning your phone on? Uh, not, not the fr- well, hmm. <laughs> just like, yeah, MB's just like, because, like, it's also the fact, like, MB is afraid because, like, A, He's just afraid of what the the how that's going to manifest because of his new condition. B, he's afraid because he made someone he cared about worried. And C, he just realized how cringy and edgy as fuck he was being when he texted. That's like fuck. I was being so cringe. Oh, you want to see the fireworks? <laughs> Uh, MB would have liked to talk to like someone first, but uh, I mean, you can do whatever you want. It, it's still the first I'm, night, yeah. It's gonna be the first night, yeah. Uh, I just like the, the he wants to at least like maybe talk to Jimmy first, but, like, considering that Sabat has taken out a couple of Camarilla institutions, it's like, that's gonna be hard to do for a while. Yeah, I'll talk to Jimmy. Yeah, because Jimmy isn't an idiot. (laughs) You know exactly where to find Jimmy. It's just a really unpleasant trip. Yeah. Because his particular corner of the Warrens is deep under the Ohio River. <sighs> and as his grandchild, you have privileged location to know where he normally hides in, play- in times like this. Yeah. Uh... And if you want me to come with you, I'm coming with headphones on, and you'll have to, like, get the headphones on. My my eyes covered all that good shit. Like I'll be I'll be your battle buddy. I think just because like MB is not like because like 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 Air just said this is privileged knowledge and just like no, MB not. does not think he's he's clever enough to keep privileged knowledge and bring you there. So I think MB instead will just like offer to like try to make an appointment with you and Jimmy. And I think that's the best he can offer. That's fine. I can stay my ass at home. That's fine. You know? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you gotta make that cover story. Cause t- it's still technically first night, but yeah, I think MB at least needs to tell Jimmy about Lydia's been avenged? And yeah, MB will go to Jimmy. 
Of course, he'll do that with utmost stealth and pretty much be unseen presence the entire way there. Right. If you guys don't mind, I'd like to handle that particular scene first. No problem by me. I'm incredibly offended by this order. I live to offend. Ugh. Wow. Okay. All right. The quickest route to Jimmy's favorite hidey hole is through a particular manhole cover in downtown Pittsburgh, just off Forbes Avenue. You find your you find your entrance and you dip into the sewers. Moving half a mile north, then a quarter mile west, before you find a ladder before you before you find a before you find another chamber with a ladder that leads further down through the mold and the slime and the grit you find your way into the bedrock there are no lights down here you're navigating almost entirely by touch. But you've traveled this path before. And after a good 45 minutes of crawling through the dark, you come across a steel hatch. With the correct knock code, you hear a buzz and a click, and the door starts to swing inwards, and you're blinded by the pleasant amount of light on the inside of Jimmy's office. It's a roughly four or five hundred square foot hole carved into the bedrock. You see wires for phone lines and ethernet cables snaking through the space and into the rock at the sides leading up to the river. In the back there's a, uh, a significantly tampered with and boosted ham radio for emergency Nosferatu broadcasts. And sitting behind a massive mahogany desk in a well-loved leatherback chair is Jimmy. He seems to have just put his face on as you, cr as you crawl into his office. His smile is as big as ever. 
Charlie! I figured I'd get a visit from you sooner or later. Yeah, I'm... I was... I was too ashamed to not come sooner. His face seems to be frozen in, in his grin. Not a muscle twitches when you say that. But he continues. And why would you be ashamed? Because I failed. What else is new, Charlie? Come on, come on, sit. Papa's quad. Yeah. MB is definitely remembering why he does not like visiting, but he does go over and sits down. He, he does his, his backside off first before sitting down. So... I know what's been happening, but I'm curious to see what your take on this whole situation is. Well, my take is that this about our at least some elements are way, way more organized than I thought they'd be. I mean, from what I've heard from everyone is that they're usually just a pack of roaming animals, but this is well, way, way more organized than for animals. When your society is based on a never-ending war against the Antediluvians, eventually someone with some brains is going to put, be put in leadership or is going to eat their way to the top. Yes, and it seems like that person is Octavians. I've been hearing a lot about him. Your, uh, your Shimishi friends, uh, they've been asking about that. I wish I had more to give. Yeah. MB I... just nods, not at all surprised that Jimmy already knows that Gabrielle is a Shimishis. <laughs> not at all surprised. So, how'd your little field trip go? MB just he, he his hand just go just like like is placed o over his clo over his jacket on on his jacket pocket where he's keeping Lydia's skull takes a deep breath and he says Hannah met her final death but not the way I wanted 
What happened? She used dominate. She used dominate on me. And commanded me to diabolize her. This is the first time you've seen any slight change in Jimmy's demeanor. And it looks, and his smile becomes almost brittle. Like his face hardens. Yeah. And he goes very still. Before he starts to chuckle. <laughs> oh, oh, man. You know, you know, I should, I should be glad. You took Lydia's Vitae back, but this just confirms my suspicion. Tell me, Charlie, do you know just how privileged you are? Considering how long I didn't have to... How long I was able just to be at McKee's Rocks and not worry about all this shit. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm come, I've realized how privileged I've been since I've been turned. You have the single largest individual domain out of any kindred in Pittsburgh that's not named Alco Kaname. And what did you do? You played Batman. You spent your nights busting up drug dealers and cracking pimps' heads when you could have been building something. You could have ruled. You could have set up any amount of infrastructure for yourself. And then what happens when the Sabbat comes and they catch you with your pants down? You let them dust, Lydia, and you let some syphilitic Lysombra cunt take advantage of you and walk all over you. And MB, I'm going to need a self-control roll. Your difficulty is eight. Now, the question is, do I spend a willpower now or not? That's entirely up to you. 
I will. I will. I'm too afraid. Oh, shit. I didn't need it either. <laughs> Two successes. Yeah. It's really fucking weird. You've never had a fury trigger quite as intense as that. Something deep inside your soul begins to rage and rattle, and you feel your fists start to clench, and the room begins to get darker. I was about to ask, could I spend a blood point to do shadow play? You can do that, if yeah. you like. Yeah, MB, MB on reflex just does like shadow play to like just show just to like it's it, it, it he's not using it to attack Jimmy but he's using it to just show that more as like as a it's more like his blood is responding to that as a way to like let out his conflict, his rage, and make the shadows go crazy instead of moving to strike his elder as he so desperately wants to in this moment. As the shadows spill forth from you and begin to consume the room, Jimmy just leans back in his chair and regards you with an amused look on his face. You're right. I have been fucking up. I get that. I don't need you to tell me how badly I've been fucking up. I have... No, no matter whatever feelings you have towards me for what I've done, I can assure you that what I, that whatever hatred that you have towards me, you can't, it doesn't match the hatred I feel for myself. Honestly, I was even just thinking of just letting out the sun, just not even coming here, just walking off to a, a random park finally watch my last sunrise cause I cause I'd be damned if I let that bitch live in my live anywhere inside of me Charlie you seem to have gravely misread this situation I don't hate you I'm just disappointed. But luckily for you, I'm perfectly willing to help you get back on your feet. I've got a few pointers if you're open to them. Yeah. Yeah, because... Because having, uh... Having, having Anas having some of, an, an, some of 
the other clan's abilities is certainly a very valuable asset, I'm guessing. That people don't ex people won't expect. Things that people won't expect. It's not even what it's not even what your blood can do. It's what you can do, Charlie. You really think I have been blind to how much sway you've been able to pull on your little expeditions? The little Bruja trick. She's willing to die for you. I have that on good authority. She's more than willing to pull as many of her little clanmates in with her as she can. You have no idea how much power you already have. So, I'm guessing Alco has made her pitch to you about having a Nosferatu Baron. We've had a few conversations. I'd be lying if, it, if I said it wasn't an amusing idea. But really, I'm just looking out for you. You, a Diablerist, in a city under Sabat siege, with the soul of a priest rolling around inside your head. Who's going to get you first? Are the Sabat going to reclaim what's theirs? Or is Lucy going to make an example of you? I'd rather not have my lineage end with a whimper. You want to, you know, I'm starting to realize something. I'm starting to realize why I've been suddenly a good leader somehow. I've suddenly been inspiring. Because everyone's just tired of the bullshit. Everyone's tired of the half-truths and lies. I know I sure am. Damn, ma'am. I mean, for fuck's sake. The sheriff before... Before... Before fucking Yaya was a goddamn Sabat member. And look where we're in. Using her position to lure it... To help everyone... Help her out. To help those fuck the Inquisition into the city right under our noses. I'll do it. I'll become 
the Baron. But I'm going to do it my way. A way that I can actually be proud of. I still respect you. And I know that, yeah, you're, you're probably right. That I probably do need your pointers. So. I'm guessing at this point, you probably have some sort of deal you want to ask me. No deal. Not yet. <laughs> but... A little word to the wise. Every coup, every new institution begins with a solid, independent information structure. His shoulders just go slump and the shadows slowly recede and just like, you are right. I'm, I'm sorry for that outburst. It's been a very rough night. I imagine it has. Well. Don't let me keep you from achieving your survival. And besides a not like... Sorry about Greg. So am I, kid. So am I. MB will stand up and his hand will go into his jacket pocket and he says, I know that, but that. I, I, I know what the sort of sire-child relationship me and Lydia had is not typical. And I don't even know what yours and hers was, but... He'll then walk over to, to Jimmy's desk and put Lydia's skull on it and just says, I know you're not really one for a lot of sentiment but you also should have a chance to say goodbye too and if Jimmy doesn't say anything else MB will leave Lydia's skull on his desk and we'll head out 
Jimmy doesn't look at you as you leave. His eyes are fixed on the skull on his desk. MB does not take a single look back as he exits the room and trudges the very long way to get back to the surface. Right. God, that, God, that's that was. Uh, I, I'm gonna. Uh, I think I need a few after that. That, that was rough, man. That was yeah. rough. Yeah, yeah, I see your little fist there. Hi. So, in this, in these first couple of nights, you haven't been seeing your sire as much as you thought you would. He seems to be trying to pull as much of Maggie's infrastructure together as he can, as charred as it is. And doesn't really have a job for you yet when it comes to reestablishing the pyramid. The prince, however has been very frequently touching base with you to make sure you're on the ball. Makes sense. Um, say I'd probably be in the hospital now more than ever. And if he drops by my office asking me for anything, then I do my best to try and uh, get that done. I'll also be reaching out to the surviving primogems and seeing if there's anything I can do for them. They're all busy in their own little worlds. Uh, they've got their own messes to clean up, their own loose ends that they need to seal and melt back together. It's almost as if they're ignoring you. <laughs> okay. 
That means I'm almost to the point where I'm about to start knocking on doors. The prince is the prince's priorities are a that the cover-ups are proceeding well. He's very pleased with your efforts and with Gabriella's efforts in that regard. Okay. And he has provided you with several names within the Boston within with the Boston within the Pittsburgh Police Department. that you can pull on if need be. Um, is there anybody majorly that I'm working with? Just a, a name? Uh, there is a Lieutenant DeMarco. Lieutenant James DeMarco. He seems to be Lucio's personal uncle. His personal what? Ghoul. Oh my. That makes sense. Um, so, how does James think everything is going on the human side? They're running up he is very grateful for your intervention because otherwise they're running around like countless chickens. Uh, the uh, the first signs of an explosion at the Phipps Conservatory and apparent arson at Mercy mobilized the entire police department and the entire uh, fire department. And they're trying to keep things tame, keep, th keep the public happy, keep the public feeling like they're safe while trying to get to the bottom of it. And you inserting yourself in that process has made things, has made his job much easier. I would have also been doing, you know, um, community things um, as, you know, the doctor, Hyacinth Olivier, um, you know, telling people, you know, probably putting out a small message, um, having a, uh, putting out a small, a small, a small recorded message saying, hey, um, if you have loved ones that were at mercy, um, if you had, if you had loved ones there, they could be at my other. Uh, they could be other. Uh, they they then um, we've moved as many people as we can um, to over here. If you would normally go there, um, we're picking up the insurances of people who normally go to mercy, so you can come here for your medicine and everything else. Uh, could you roll me charisma and medicine? Uh, your difficulty is five because I'd wager you're very well integrated into the UMP into the UPMC network. 
right, that is. I got a. I think that's three. That's three. Yeah. With three successes, you're able to make a huge dent in the amount of panicked people looking for their loved ones and wondering how they'll afford and how they'll pick up medication and you've basically set excuse me you've set the public response to this tragedy on a more productive course Okay, cool. <clears throat> Let's see. So he thinks everything's going pretty well. He thanked me for that. Say so we have, because that was a major hospital. Uh, we have everybody redirected. Hey, party, does anybody think I'm missing anything? Not that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah, they're probably missing so much, but I'm just... Yeah. I, I think for, for the general <sighs> cover-up, we have it pretty well in hand. It's like, the problem is anyone who's going to have extra resources to be in the know is probably all, like... Like, like we can't cover this up from Supernaturals. Like, pe people who are in the know will be in the know. Yeah. Um... You could maybe check on Inani? She's okay with me uh, running around like a chicken with his head cut off, trying to make sure that everybody else isn't running around with like a chicken with his head cut off. Anani has been staying in your shared bedroom ever since the court kind of moved in. She's been a little withdrawn this past night. Just kind of flipping through channels on TV. I think I take a little bit of time when I can to ask her how she's holding up. She just kind of puts the remote down and looks at the ceiling for a hot minute before saying, How did it feel when Maggie cut you off in the pyramid? Scary and exciting. Like, oh. I'm finally, you know, it's, 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 it's a lot of these weird pressures, I guess, that have been lifted. But now, for the first time in a long time, the only pressures I have 
are the ones I put upon myself. And... That's disconcerting. On one hand, it was the most terrifying thing I've experienced as a kindred. And on the other hand, it was the most alive I felt as a kindred. Because now I'm closer to, to how I was when I was not a kindred. But on the other hand, There's the very real fear that I'm going to die because of that. <laughs> that makes sense. She nods. You know, when I kicked the Baldry that first time, it was... Like, part of me had been scooped out and dropped in the sun. But that... that healed over time, and you were a big part in that healing process. But... being bound to one person with all of the fear and longing that came with it. I'm still trying to wrap my head around my own feelings. Which makes sense. <sighs> Fuck. Yeah, yeah. I almost fell in love with your regent. I saw. That was one of the most terrifying things I have ever experienced. So... I'm not sure if I've told you this uh, directly because of your uh, you being blood bonded to her. It was one of the most scary moments for me um, in a way that I didn't know how to react because it wasn't something I wanted, you know? Yeah. Um, it wasn't something I wanted at all, but if I did not comply then either you or I would have been dusty. She probably would have made me do it. Probably. Um, so, I just had to sit there and essentially let myself get cucked. And so I was trying to figure out every way possible Take the bitch out myself, honestly. But it was um, not going to happen. <sighs> the spot um, got the spot got to her before you did. They did. Mind you, I didn't know my plan of action because me attacking her directly 
If I was spotted, I die anyway. If she kills me, then she essentially wins. See, if she killed me, then, well, she keeps my girl. Her biggest, this is the biggest threat that she has within the Tremere, besides, of course, you know, the major Tremere, besides the Tremere overhead, you know, is gone. It's a win-win situation for her. She needed to control me, why, I don't know. But, now I never will, which is for the best. Um, she had some fucked up notions, I suppose. But the thing of it is, is that, um, I am both saddened and relieved. I'm saddened because I understand that you are probably going through something that I hope to never go through. But I also need you to understand that this is, it's weird for me <laughs> because I feel in a way, I don't know, vindicated. I'm like, yay, she's gone, um, which is fucked up. It's like, yay, now I can go back to living my life. I can go back to doing the things that I was going to do. Before all this happened, Anani, there were things I wanted to do with you. There were, there's a, that I knew that once my, the person that I, I didn't trust her the most, but the person that was the closest to a part of me I don't share with everyone decided to step in and try to snatch something from me that I cared about deeply. And this infuriated me, and I knew I couldn't move, and I felt trapped. And then she freed me from one thing and trapped me into another. And now I see you suffering, and I want to help. But on the other side, I feel like, you know, ding dong, the witch is dead. But yeah, that makes sense to you, Anani. It does. And if it puts your mind at ease, it is a net fucking positive that that bitch is dead. I'm just trying to sort out my own shit. Understand. And I'm sorry that it's taking so long. It's fine. Uh, you can sort your feelings out as long as you have. We are kindred. We have so much time, hopefully. Um, it is... That is the most human thing we have about us still. It is that it takes us time to process our emotions. 
emotions are the thing that only gets stronger for us, really, as we, you know, moved on into our life. So I think it's okay for you to feel the feelings that you're feeling as long as you want to feel them, or as long as you allow yourself to feel them. You know? And then you you get back up. You repurpose. And I'll be there with you the, the entire time. Understand? I am still fear, trying to figure out how I feel about a lot of these. Um, I wasn't particularly close to the Tremere of Pittsburgh, but they certainly didn't deserve to die. Then we had so many, so many others. It's, um, it's a lot. And I have, really have the luxury to uh, process. I just have the luxury to say my luxury is that I don't get to process right now. You know, I don't have to think about it. I just keep running whenever people tell me to run. It keeps me in my mind from wandering. Take the time you need. Thank you. Thank you for understanding. This is what we built everything on. Communication. Understanding. And love is what we do. He gives her a high five. He goes to ask for a high five. She just rolls her eyes and pulls you in for a kiss. Ah, oh, he'll kiss her back. <clears throat> and so, this is my free time. And so, how about these? As you know, I have Netflix, I have Hulu, I have all these things. You put on something for once. I'm not going to make you watch anything crazy. You put on something you want to watch, and we sit here and we'll watch it. And for the rest of this night, the rest of this night, because I can't promise what tomorrow will bring, or what orders they will have, I spend this one with you. This is yours. And I will have so many more nights like this with you. Because you, I, I too am yours. <laughs> All right. She picks up the, uh, the remote, maneuvers the channels over to Netflix, and puts on Wednesday. Because she's apparently never seen it. <laughs> oh, yes. Gabriella and Helen. Hi. Hello there. 
Are you two going to the dead drop tonight? Or are you, or do you have something else you want to do tonight? Oh, fuck. Bale, I'm so sorry. I just realized I never made... I, I never made the appointment to for Yaya to talk with Jimmy. That can be solved by a text, probably. That can yeah. 100% be solved by a text. <laughs> okay. Uh, so... I want to go tonight, but if Helen is something else she wants to do, we can do it another night. Yeah, because I, I, I have a, I have an idea of how we're going to approach this. The only things I ever have to do are be a whore and a spy for um, Alco, so. Which you can, you, can, you can resolve one of those, maybe both, we don't know. <laughs> um, I... I'm in a healthy relationship with a Zemisi right now. I really don't want to get back in with a... In with a... What was she? A Ravnos? Ravnos. A, Rav, a Ravnos that... Uh, that <clears throat> was... So... Not at all truthful with me. Important point of order question for my plans. Uh, is this the same exact night that um, the fires happened? Or is this like a little bit later? This is the next night. Okay. Cool. I think after, like, in the waning hours of the last evening, um, Gabriella was going to pull a select few people aside to ask them if they wanted to help her with something, which would be very, very secretive and only no known to the people that she selects. Who are you selecting? Uh, she's going to select two of her siblings. I think she's going to pick Ines and Helen for this because okay. she feels not not to discount Igor but she does feel that the two of them are probably the most competent of her siblings and especially for what she wants to do um then she is going to she's going to approach Eddie cuz Eddie seems like he proved himself very well on the last mission okay and is going to like go up to Eddie and say I know you're probably still licking your wounds from this fight and from all of the crazy bullshit we have done, but I have information of a possible potential target that might have information that we must extract. And I don't think I can grab this person alone. They are very tricky, you see. Very, very tricky. So I need able bodies who might be able to assist me in their capture. Not kill, capture. It's very important. Do you think you are up to this, Eddie? If it means striking back against the bastards that hit Elysium, absolutely. Oh, trust me. This, if, if what I believe is true, we might get a lot of information out of this one. I want you to pick your most dependable and most importantly discreet men and women to bring with me to a certain location tomorrow night. We are going to be arranged in secret around the area, waiting on this person to come pick up a package, a package which I have. They're going to come and get and get. When they arrive, take it, we're going to jump them. Right. I've got a couple people that I can trust. Good, Eddie. 
You have been proven to, proving yourself to be a erstwhile and capable ally to the Camarilla, and I appreciate you. And uh, so, yeah, gonna grab two siblings and grab Eddie and some Bruja. That's gonna be the the, the planned force. And I, I'll, I'll tell Helen that I'm grabbing these guys, just just in case, because we don't know like how tricky grabbing Summer's gonna be. Um. Oh, uh. Well, if you're bringing other people into this, just warn them that they should fight like they're fighting a Malkavian. They're not going to be able to trust their minds. Fair enough. We will discuss this when the plan comes together tomorrow night. And hopefully... My, my idea is if we can get the drop on Summer quick enough, she won't have time to react and do... You said that she used illusions against you, yes? Correct. Hopefully, um... if we do it quick enough... We might be able to get her off guard. Um, air. Yeah. Is there any chance that I could like meditate for the rest of the night or some something like that and attempt to suss out some information about how this might go? using uh, the Eyes of Chaos or something like that. Try to do that whole oracle thing we're known for. Mm. Trying to see. How much XP do you have right now? Um, I definitely just didn't spend a lot on celerity. Six. Excellent. That's exactly uh -huh. as much as I was going to ask for. Do I get something in return for the experience, or is this just... Yes. Burned? Okay. Uh, I'm going to offer you a choice. Hmm. You can exchange six XP for a two-point merit. What's the merit? Prophetic dreams. Ooh. Ooh, yes. You have dreams during your daylight sleep. Dreams you remember. Sometimes they even come true. Rather than regain a point of willpower when you rest during the day, you may choose to have the storyteller give you your character a lucid dream foreshadowing about upcoming events, characters, and situations. So essentially you're just telling me I'm never going to regain willpower again. That's <laughs> ah! up to you. Okay. Yeah, I'll take it. Um just, just gotta go pushing for those uh, for those um nature and demeanor. Yes. I need to be far more childish. I've been I feel like I've been becoming more competent, but that is to my detriment. 
A uh, prophetic dream. That was two dots, you said. Yep. Blip. All right, it is on the sheet. Okay. Um. But to Gabrielle, I'll say. Um. I'll. I, I don't. I don't know a ton about how. Our or my, the Malkavian supposed uh, oracle, whatever qualities work, but I'll try it out. Try to see if I can get any insight into how things will go. I'll let you know tomorrow before we start. Very well. Do you think that you might be able to tell me a little bit about summer before you leave? Things about that you might recall or remember about her, the way she behaved, the way she acted. I know that you knew each other for, well, personally, a relatively short time, but you did work for her for a number of years. I might try and think of, think about things. I we have her notes, her personal notes of her workings. I might try and see if I can figure out more about her from just what we know about her, and what she might do if caught in a trap. Before the last few nights, I was mostly Summer's subordinate. I was confident in my skills and not much else. I was quiet and reserved. But once I once Summer and I began to rely on each other and rely on each other for more than sometimes more than just work um, things seemed to move quickly in some ways and not move at all in other ways she was quick to physical affection and seemed often somewhat even surprised by my willingness to be open to her and intimate with her. When it came to actual deeper connection, she remained very closed off. And the night that I pressed the issue was the night that she um Invaded decided. my perceptions and left, yes. Decided to leave Coop. Yes. That is interesting. Sounds to me like she has issues with paranoia, which un not unfounded in the society we live in. And she didn't want you to get too close, lest perhaps you dragged her plans down in some way. Hmm. I will admit I 
used my gifts fairly liberally, trying to figure her out. I think I got closer to unraveling her secrets than probably many had in a time. And that's Certainly any of her subordinates. That sensation that you were getting close to something that she would rather not you see might have been what threw her over the edge. The dangers of dating in Malkavian. We figure things out. Pretty well. When you have secrets. Well, you saw what I did the first night I met you. <laughs> yes. I will think on this and read over her notes again and try to gain some insight into her. You do your oracle work and see if you can divine anything. We meet back in the morning. If we either one of us has come up with something, we try and form a plan with our new friends. And we try and spring a trap. One that might be well-conceived enough to hopefully snare Ravnos. <laughs> yes, we will try. And hopefully we will succeed. And if we don't, we'll at least scare her. Maybe she runs away, because as far as we know right now, she is somehow in Octavian service. I don't think she'd mind running away. If we can remove one more piece from Octavian's board, all the better. Mm. Yes, I think so. <clears throat> all right. I'll meet up with you tomorrow. You have a good night, Helen. And as she says that, she'll lean in and kiss Helen. Helen just melts for a moment before sort of gathering herself up and hopping on her chopper. Gabriella's going to spend the rest of her night back at the mansion, pouring over Summer's notes, and trying to... It So, I'll leave this up to you, Air, what, what this would be, but ba basically, um, Gabriella is trying to gain insight into Summer and the way she behaves through information provided by Helen and through information she can glean from overlooking Summer's work, basically. And her personal logs. Intelligence and empathy. Yes, seven. Sure thing. Intelligence and empathy at six for me. Control six D ten. Um difficulty seven. I'm going to spend a point of willpower on this to get an automatic success. Or successes. Or successes. Excellent. So your cross-referencing what Helen told you with the notes and diary entries that you have available. And eventually, a pattern starts to emerge. Everything Summer did seemed to be an exercise in asserting her own independence. 
everything from her conduct as sheriff to keeping Helen at an emotional arm's length. And little details start to emerge. Independence is clearly very important to her. But little actions that she undertook as sheriff uh, letting a fledgling go from poaching here and taking Helen under her wing there. There are little cracks in the ruthless individualist facade that she normally seems to put up. Summer Kitagawa seems to care deeply about people. And some of that shines through in some of her actions. So three things kind of emerge from your analysis. One, she's fiercely independent. Two, she seems to hate everything Lucio stands for. And three, she's got an unusually soft heart. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I have a plan. All right. Ow. Um, for Helen's part, she, I think her attempt to crystallize these sort of nebulous powers of telling the future, that she's aware that Malkavians are, like, told to have, um... I think that she tries to crystallize that by essentially going over the basics of dementation because she assumes that's where the power is from uh, and teaching it to her ghouls. How many dots are you sharing with them? I can do two, right? You, you can do two. Where is the Eyes of Chaos? Is that three? That's three. God damn it. Okay. Well. I. What is the first? Uh, I should look at this. The first dot is passion. The second dot is nightmares. Nightmares. Or the haunting. The haunting, yeah. Yeah. Nightmares is what? Nightmare, isn't that? that yeah, that's nightmares. Just that, that, that's a... That's, uh... That's a Requiem thing. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that the haunting and passion both are good ways for them to defend themselves, especially from mortal ne'er-do-wells that they might encounter, so I'll give them both. All right. 
That'd probably be super useful for lawyer, but lady. Mm-hmm. Whatever the fuck her name was. Mandy? I feel like it's Mandy. You're the one who was supposed to write that down. <laughs> They're not a character sheet for her? No. God damn it. I probably wrote it down if I was told to write it down. I think she's in the I think she's in the portal list. Amanda Freeman. Yeah, Mandy. See? I was close enough. I feel like that's the best I can do. Alright. Um, yes. So she Helen spends her time. Um going over the basics and hoping that leads to a breakthrough for herself. Alright. And as the day slips into existence and you slip out of consciousness, a light begins to shine. And at first you're not entirely sure where it's coming from until you realize that it's a single 100 watt light bulb hanging from a dusty ceiling and there are long shadows all around you and you seem to be standing before summer She's sitting in a chair, her head in her hands, and she's mumbling to herself. And with your senses operating on overdrive, you can hear her words. I'm so fucking sorry. There's nothing I can do. Fuck. Fuck, 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 fuck. It wasn't supposed to work out like this. Do I feel like I have any control in this space? Can I move around? You can move around. You feel almost as if you could touch Summer and you'd get a reaction. I think Helen just doesn't squat down. You said she's sitting in a chair, right? Yeah, Summer is, Summer is sitting in a chair. You are standing. Yeah. Helen steps in front of Summer and just she tries to I don't know, almost 
project a sense of mm, empathy, not pity, maybe sorrow, and reach out and cup Summer's cheek and kind of almost pull her face up out of her hands. When her face leaves her hands and she looks up at you, blood streaming down her face. She regards you with almost broken eyes. And she just says, I'm so sorry. I just wanted him to lose. I think he will lose. But it'd be nice if we didn't lose you. Her lips begin to quiver as she wraps her arms around your waist and just begins to ugly cry into your abdomen. And the next thing you know, the sun goes down and your eyes open. Yeah, I imagine she wakes up, that Helen wakes up, um, exhausted and with little little pools of blood tears that in her eyes that she has to go and wash off. Why can't they just be evil? <laughs> It'd be too easy if they were evil, just evil. Hmm. Yeah. I think Helen doesn't dally at home, just gets ready and I don't think she even calls or anything, just heads straight over to the... Uh, the Zimisi Mansion. I imagine once you arrive, I probably set up like a, a little ride for Mark with Marco, uh, with me, Ines, and Talon, kind of just waiting outside for you when you get there. And the moment I see uh, Gabriella sees your new chopper approaching, she will give you like a, li a little wave, and walks over to you uh she's dressed far more reserved and casual than she usually is she's not dressed in flashy ostentatious attire like she usually is she's kind of toned it down a lot for this and 
as she approaches you, she says, I have, upon reviewing information from both you and from Summer's diary note entries, I have come up with a picture of her, a profile, if we were to be clinical. Would you like what I learned last night before you complete your profile? Of course. It would help complete the profile, I think. I think she deeply regrets how things are going. She just wanted Lucio to lose. You see, what I learned last night from reviewing everything, she is not a monster. She's not someone who does not care or someone who's unfeeling. She's someone who values her freedom, yes, but not at the expense of others' lives. It seems that her heart is more full than the average vampire's. And if that's the case, what you say is, tr and if what you say is true, we may not have to force her to come with us. We'll have Eddie and his men as precautions, of course, but... I think we might be able to do this more tactfully. If we play our cards right. Here's what I'm thinking. We do the dead drop, leave it there, we watch from the shadows, see her approach. And if she does, and she comes to get to collect the package, we approach. You and me, no one else. You, maybe I go first, or do you think she would be more receptive if she saw you first? Uh, I mean, she knows me. If she knows you, it is as the scourge. I would assume I should go first. Very well. After you approach, you wear her guard down. I will come and join you to make sure things might flow smoothly. After all, I have powers that make you some, let someone letting their guard down a little more easy with my charming good looks. And she'll just do like a little, a little sachet as she says that. Mm. And we keep it conversational, we keep it casual, and we try and see if we can earn, not her trust, but at least her compliance for the moment. But we do not try and phrase it as if we are taking her into custody. We phrase it as we are coming to her with an offer. An offer of a hand extended to help her end the violence and the bloodshed, if she will help us. We cannot try and coerce her into doing this. She will resist it. it. If she feels like she is being forced, she will resist. 
the moment we use any force or discipline on against her, we will, we may win, but we will lose. Yes. Discipline should be last last resort then. And as I said, I'll have Eddie and his men nearby, but not in the immediate area. Should the need come to it. You're sure they will not out us for dealing with a ex-sheriff and current member of the Sabbat? Eddie seems like he wants, he's eager to help. And he especially eager to get back at the Sabbat. I don't think his loyalty to the prince outweighs his loyalty for bloodshed. And if we convince him that her, her cooperation will lead to more Sabbat deaths, I think he will fall in line. Well, then we should definitely prepare him for our plan when we meet him. But of course. Would you like to ride with me? Mm. I think it's better if I ride with my family for now. Mm. Brief them, keep them in the loop on what we're going to do. They're also part of the backup plan, after all. Alright. I'll see you there. Yes. That's the plan formed. Alright. So where are you meeting Eddie and Co? Uh, probably a few, like, I wouldn't say we're, I, I'm going to plan to meet Eddie, like, a cup, like, probably a whole last neighborhood away from where we're going to meet uh, for the dead drop. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll give him, like, an appointed place to meet up with us. That's, that's at least close enough to make the drive a little easier, but not close enough to where if someone's, like, actively watching the dead drop site, like... There's not just a bunch of suspicious characters suddenly just roaming the neighborhood. Alright. So, the Dead Drop is in downtown Pittsburgh. Yeah. So probably somewhere like Crawford Roberts or Middle Hill, somewhere like that. Alright. Sounds like a plan. You meet up at a local bar. Eddie is there in a booth already, and with him are his child, Olivia Yearsley. Wait, she looks familiar. Uh, she was on the uh, she was on the raid as well. She oh yes, yes. And Farakadavar. Of the Banahaki. No. Okay, so seeing these free there, um, and walking in with my siblings in tow, uh, Gabrielle will sit down across from Eddie and say, 
Good evening, my fellow friends. I hope the night finds you well. Eddie kind of scratches at his chin says, Yeah, as well as anything else, considering the circumstances. Good. What's the plan, ma'am? The target that we are going to grab is familiar enough to myself and one of my associates that we think that we might be able to get them to come with us willingly if we approach it right. And if they come willingly, we can pump them for information regarding the Sabat sect that attacked the Elysium last night. They are a kindred who has suffered much in their life and seems to be lost. And I believe that they are working for Sabat not willingly, but out of necessity. My plan is we offer them a chance to atone for their mistakes and to willingly work with us if they provide information that should lead to us get dealing a significant strike against our enemies cooperation can be established but should our talks not go well I want you three and my two darling siblings here to wait in the wings as a backup plan. A dragnet, if you will. Should she try and slip from us, we close the net in and we jump her. A stake through a heart, through the heart, and we take them back for questioning. I must warn you that the target we are after is a Ravnos, and capable of illusionary abilities. So your senses might become distorted. You frowns. Didn't realize we had any Ravnos in the city. It is something that I am only recently aware of myself. Does Lucio know? I don't think so. But if he does, for right now, and this is very important, I must have all of your discretion in this. None of you will come if I need you all to keep this as tight as possible. Lucio's intervention in this situation Will, ca will cause us to lose the potential source of information. I will not reveal more than that, but Lucio intervening in this matter is the worst possible outcome. It is why I have brought all of you who I think I can trust with discretion right now. Could I get a roll from you? Yes. What do you need? Uh, charisma, and I'll let you choose. Leadership? If you're pulling on your scourge in your court position, uh, subterfuge if you're trying to make a shady deal, or streetwise if you're trying to appeal to uh, a baser inclination with these kindred. I am trying to use my position as scourge, 
I'm, I'm trying to position myself as an authority figure of the camera. That's what most of my interactions with them has been. I think she's not going to break from that. She wants to try and keep the confidence of them that she is a upstanding member of the court. And she wants their respect for that reason. Okay. Charisma leadership, diff 7. 70, 10. Do you have seven. enchanting voice? Uh, let me check. That might be... I have never forgot to look at... No, I don't. Okay. Diff 7. Okay. 7. Gotcha. And um, I have smooth talker. Does that apply here? That absolutely applies. Okay. So, free successes. Three successes. With three successes, they're not entirely comfortable with keeping something as big as this from Lucio. But hey, you're the boss. They'll trust you to keep your neck out for them. Hmm. Is there... Could Helen, like, notice their hesitation and attempt to... sort of... uh, encourage them, I suppose? How do you want to do that? <laughs> She kind of side eyes um, Gabriella as she begins to speak, just kind of checking. But she says, "This, this is not being hidden from the prince to somehow harm him. He is too close to the situation." He would have, we think he would have trouble controlling his emotions. Manipulation and politics, Diff 8. <laughs> Manipulation? Politics? I got fucking none of that. Um, you, have, you have no politics? No. I'm Empathy. shit at politics. Empathy. Empathy. Woo. Empathy. I've got a lot of that. Let's do... So that's seven. I do have Enchanting Voice. Oh, so you're more like a dip six then. Woo! Uh, almost rolled seven D17. Uh, diff six. That would be an awkward die. Um, does... Is this a particularly innocent form of manipulation? You're looking out for the prince, let's say it does. <laughs> I'm just looking out for the prince. Just looking out for the big man upstairs? Oh, oh hell yeah. You there. Oh, hell oh yeah. my god. Hell yeah. Okay, oh. fuck you, dice. <laughs> Christ, four successes. Let's add that to the three successes on Gabriella and their understanding. Okay. 
they seem to get that the prince has a lot on his plate. And again, they're trusting you two to cover for them. Oh, absolutely. Ga Ga Gabriella, she will say, if, if the prince finds out about this, I will not name any. It will only be me. I won't even name Helen. It will only be me that he will come to see if he finds out and is angry about being left out of the loop. I will make sure none of you are harmed. As far as I'm concerned, I am the only one who did this to know. Whether the prince believes that or not, I will not say your name. Hmm. Are we ready? I think I am. Are you? I don't think I'd ever be ready for this night, but we might as well go. Yeah, I imagine it's going to be a lot of... You need me to... I will be there to support you. I know it's probably going to be very awkward and very emotional for you. Right, we'll figure it out. So, before we head into this very intense scene, let's take a quick two-minute break. Yeah. <laughs> We're, 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 we're lucky that uh that you got that prophecy because you want to know what my other plan was before what? that my plan was all right gabriel is gonna pull hell on the side and say hey listen do you think it would be okay if we roughed you up a little bit and made it so that it's the summer sees us roughing you up and has to step in to come save you <laughs> that was that was the other plan <laughs> that i would be I would be interested to see how that would have gone. Because <laughs> the, the finale for that plan was after after we get like fended off by Summer and Summer like goes up to check on you and make sure you're okay is you just stab her over Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what a what a horrific betrayal. That would be great. To be fair, she she did very much traumatize you with an illusion. I mean, I uh, if any of us deserve that, it's the Malkavian. Yeah. I just That's... regularly do that to mortals because I'm an idiot. Let's see. I think that's an amazing plan. I I just came up with another plan and now I'm looking at the plan I had before and I'm like, uh I have some plans as well. See, I realize that the Banu Hakim could probably use some help in this time. So I'd like to step in and do the in help with them. Um, that was a thought I had already had. But it's also the very real thing that I can talk to Fareed. Uh, he is in Torpor, but I'm a fucking Tremere. Yeah. <laughs> uh... There is... Are, are are we still going along with the scene? 
Sorry. Oh, no, yeah. it's, a, it's okay. a... Take a break. break. Take a break. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Because uh, there is... Um, there is one thing MB wants to do before setting in motion his plans. Oh. Yeah. You got plans. Uh, well, the plans is to... The main plan is, you know, making Grandpa proud after fucking up royally. Oh, yeah. But the the thing that he wants to do before he has to enact his plans is, uh, well, he's gonna call Yaya. Mm. Huh? Don't worry about it. Okay. You say you're gonna call me and then tell me not to worry about it, but <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't worry. Worrying will only give you stress lines. Oh wait, no, it won't. You're a vampire. <laughs> say no. I'm somehow eternally sexy, but also <laughs> yeah. say if Yaya could at this point look his age, he would. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to be the haggard old man? I mean, he wouldn't be that old. Yaga, 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 Yaya was twenty. Was in his twenties in the eighty in the uh, in the listen, yeah in the eighties. Listen, if Yaya aged like a normal human, upon taking up the post of the of sheriff, he would be like Barack Obama <laughs> post presidency. Oh yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm. the silver fox. Yeah, no, I think at this point Yaya is only in his. 60s? Not even 60 yet, I don't think. 50s? I mean, I, I'm 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 around just as old as you. I, I, I was I was I was born before the fall of Soviet Yugoslavia, so like it's one of those things where Yaya is old enough to where if he was still a human, he wouldn't look too much different. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, but current plans are um, I've got like, so we've done like two of my things, and now I just have to talk to the Archon, see how she's holding up, see what she's thinking, make sure she's not about to do nothing crazy. Yeah. Um, say and and, and and I'm I'm doing a good service for you, my sheriff. I'm helping eliminate a problem right now. We the potential problem of a previous sheriff running loose in the city, which is great. Yeah. Um, Say I was actually so I was just going through thaumaturgy rituals to see if there's anything I can do to make sure that when you when when MB has to show up for appearances or anything like that, um, that he can do it and like unless I seek out an Inkanu, the answer is no. Dude, I, I've been looking at Kaldunic rituals and there's a level six ritual. I'm really curious. No, uh, yeah, no, it's level six. I'm really curious about, but it's I can't do it because it's super duper evil. It's what, super what duper. Is it? It's called embracing the demon. Uh, to do it, you have to. Uh, so the requirement for the ritual's completion is killing a blood bonded neonate. And okay. Once you kill the Bloodbond of Neonate, you summon an extremely powerful Koldunic spirit and bind the spirit to the dead corpse. And then, this corpse inhabits his body and possesses it. And basically, you have given a 
incredibly powerful cultic spirit, a, a flesh vessel in the world that is permanent. They do not, as long as they're in that body, they they do not go back to being a spirit, as long as they're possessing the body. And the longer they stay in this plane, the more and more of their spiritual powers they gain, the longer they stay. Yeah, that's good evil. Yeah, that's pretty much where I got the idea for one of my other game's main uh, things that are probably going to happen. It's it's a cool <laughs> ritual. It's just, it's just super evil. It's literally like, yeah, you just have to kill a blood bonded DNA. Yeah. See, now that's fucked up. Oh, uh, and say there, are, I need to spend money in actually. You know what? A lot of this, like I've been trying to expand my domain for a while. Um, at this point, it's a terrible time to ask again. Um, but. I am about to probably put some in the resources so that I can buy a, I need to buy a, uh, what's it called? A veterinarian. I need to buy a vet. Oh and no, are you going to, are you going to make more zombie animals? <laughs> yes, but also worse. Oh God. I'm going to make blood imps. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Come down to Yaya's Menagerie. Just hope he doesn't get access to vicissitude somehow. Right. Oh, no. It's uh, there's, 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 it's dangerous. It's, it's to the point where at this point I'm like, Yaya does need to start defending himself, uh, and so he can run into things and do more things. And I'm like, the way he's gonna do that is a animated weapon is something I plan to do eventually. Um. Creating an animated weapon um, is, say, I plan on like animating like a set of knives, not like a like like, like not not like a, uh, a a kitchen like kitchen knives. Like just there will be knives that he keeps on him that are set to defend him. Just not just fucking combat knives just fly out of your jacket and start slashing people. Exactly. He I at this point. Yaya is going to end up, you know, Alucard. Uh, yeah, that's 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 as as, as 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 that's what he's going to end up becoming. It's he is going to end up becoming Alucard. He will become a fuck mothering vampire. <laughs> I was thinking Alucard from Castlevania with the oh that too with the flying sword. That's better. But yes, no. Um... Although a flying sword like Alucard's, um, I have to get the back thing. Like the the the, the, the he has the uh, the sheath that goes down his spine. But it'd be I'd prefer him to 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 have little knives because it's easier to hide. But uh, yeah, almost Alucard s Gilgamesh from Fate. Mm-hmm. Um, something similar to that. He'll have the bats, he'll have the knives. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, we, we keep, uh, we keep moving forward with, with the, with the plan. But the first things first is if, say, if the Banu Hakim Primogen got caught in the biggest part of the blast, then he probably saw exactly what happened. And that means I can do the ritual where I put the coins over his, over his eyes and talk to him. 
of the necromancy. It's not even necromancy. That's straight up uh, Tremere shit. Oh. Uh, Hold on. I can shoot it over to you. It's called Devil's Touch. No, wrong one. I I, I do have a question for something that may be a future plan. Um, Okay. uh, If I ask Master Andrej, do do you think uh, he would perform the ties that bind on me? Which... I don't know if you know what ties that bind is. Ba- basically, it's a ritual where a elder, fam- a elder Koldun can make learning other Koldunism easier for their disciples by basically ripping a rib of theirs out. And like it, it's it's a super metal ritual. It it's it's basically they rip out the ribs of their student and soak it in their own blood for one hour. While chanting incantation of the ancient ways and the ways that are that is being taught to the student, and you must inscribe the symbol of the chosen path and then implant it back in their own body. So ba- basically, it's a ritual that helps making learning cultism easier. Okay. I think it's level four, from what I can see. Yeah, that might be something you could persuade him to do. Cool. Because I want to start branching out into the other paths eventually, but fuck, is that shit expensive? Mm-hmm. All right, so we ready to get back into this? Hell yeah! Do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. The death drop is a P.O. box or a mailbox just inside an apartment building in downtown Pittsburgh. Who is dropping the ring off? I think I'll do the drop for the ring. Um. I'll go in looking as, like I said, I, I dressed the least flashy I I have ever looked. I've also probably tied up my hair a different way, put on some sunglasses. I, I, basically, she's been making herself look the least like herself she ever has looked, and is heading in to just drop off this package like she's just a, a normal neonate going off, going to do a job. All right. And where are you posting? So that you can keep an eye on the box. Um. Is so there are buildings probably around this. Are there other apartment buildings? There are. Um. Well, I think. Uh. Probably either if we can find an apartment that we think is uh, at least for right now vacant with our aspects. Uh, that we can easily hide in for right now. That kind of has a good spot to overlook there. I think that's probably where me and Helen will be. The other people I will have instructed to be in the area, but not like immediately in the vicinity. If that works for Helen too, do you, do you want to be in the a empty apartment across from uh, 
around the area so we can keep an eye on the, the box. I'm good with that. Yeah. Several hours pass by after you drop the, uh, after you drop the ring off. And could I get a perception and alertness from you guys? Absolutely. Base difficulty is going to be seven. You're looking from, you're looking at a specific spot across the, from across the street, but Auspex helps. Mm-hmm. Roll 6d10. Uh, modify by Auspex. For me, it's 5. So, wow. Wow. Uh, you said perception alertness, right? Yep. Uh, I don't think my special in body language helps, so I think I'm just screwed on that one, so set 0. Alright. Base difficulty, you said? Base difficulty is seven. Oh God! <laughs> Helen's just distracting you by like being overly cuddly, but also perfectly paying attention to what's going on below. A young woman enters the apartment building. You watch her check with the receptionist like she's looking for someone, but then she doubles back and she opens up the dead drop. And this is she. Long, dark hair, very pale skin. But to your trained and overly observant eyes, Helen, mm. she is breathing. I know that can be faked. I'm, if I can see her, if I can perceive her, I'm breaking into her mind. With telepathy? Mm-hmm. All right, make your roll. Your base difficulty is going to be six. This, this is animalism. Aspects. Aspects. Telepathy. Intelligence plus subterfuge. And you said six? Yep. Okay. Heh. <laughs> Subterfuge does the heavy lifting on this roll. Uh. <laughs> Boop. <laughs> Two successes. Let me check to see what that actually gets you. 
you see a flash of images in a very particular order. Her mind seems to be fairly organized. She's got more drops to check tonight, but she's got an ultimate destination. A trailer park, a, a uh, not a trailer park, a, uh, a rundown home out in Wilkinsburg, just out, just outside of the main body of Pittsburgh. To the east. Does, do I see who she expects to find there? Yes. You see the face and the tattoos of Summer Kitagawa. And whoever this woman is, she seems to have nothing but glowing attitudes towards Summer. So I'll say she'll just kind of mumble to uh, Gabriella. Ghoul. Summers. She's in a house, a rundown house in Wilkinsburg to the east. Is she going to go there tonight? After she does more, checks more dead drops. Okay. We have some time then. Uh, she'll pull out her phone. I imagine I probably made a, made a group text with all of the people who were on this little expedition of ours. And she will text the group. Target location has changed. The dead drop was being intercepted by a ghoul. We know where we're heading, though. Small house out in Wilkinsburg, outside the city. Meet up there, and remember to maintain a good distance from where we from when we arrive. I do. I have a I, do. I have a sense of the actual location. Air, based on her memories. Yeah, uh, the neighborhood is particularly run down, but. Summer has people all throughout it. Uh, this woman, this woman feels very safe there. We're we're essentially dancing into Summer's home territory. We will be on, at the disadvantage. Well, the good thing is, she doesn't know we're coming. And she doesn't know that you're coming. She might know that someone's poking around her neighborhood, but she won't know why. Mm. We maintain the plan. And if she decides she wants to come and see who's poking around, all the better for us. We just need to make sure that she doesn't get spooked. That's the main... That's That would be the main issue. Spooking yes. her and causing her to flee is not what we want.
All right. Do yeah. you want me to tell the others to stay out in the neighborhood then? But keep close by? Certainly. On the edges, at, at the very, at the deepest on the edges, maybe a neighborhood over. She'll text the dude of the group chat again. Stay in the next neighborhood over. And to, unless we are certain that we need you, you will be on standby for right now. We are heading into a territory that is not our own. But me and Helen are going to handle it. Stay put until we tell you you are needed. Those will be the instructions. You got a thumbs up emoji. Cool. Mm. Alright. Riding a motorcycle out into the out into the burbs. You're gonna scare all the soccer moms. <laughs> Alright. You find your way past the barony and into Wilkinsburg. Now, the construction that you see in this part of town speaks to recent efforts of gentrification. Mm. So, whatever... use summer has for this neighborhood it's probably not long term um as we're closing in i'll ask gabriella shall i just go up to the front door and you post up outside I think as we approach the house, I'll get off a little ways away. You you approach first. You enter. I'll come. I'll come a few minutes later. I'll also keep an eye out and see how the neighborhood shakes as you approach. Hmm. Sounds like a plan. Alright, so, yeah, I'll stop, like, a couple of blocks away from the house I saw, and then drop Gabrielle off, and then, what better way than knocking on the front door? No one answers. After waiting a beat, your heightened hearing picks up, rustling inside, and a grizzled older man opens the door. Can I help you?
Does he breathe? He seems to be breathing. I will do the same that I did to the woman. I'll break into his mind. All right, make the roll. Difficulty? Actually, don't make the roll. I'll just tell you what happens. Mm. You try to reach into this man's mind, and there's absolutely nothing. Ah. She isn't quite sure how this works, but essentially attempts to step through him. Could you make a willpower roll? Have I been particularly childish or celebrant frenzy lately? Uh, when you're rolling willpower, you're not rolling your... You're rolling your permanent willpower when you're rolling willpower. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, six. Difficulty? Six. Blech. Five. Dealt with this shit before. You walk right through him. I don't think she calls out. I think she just scans the room and listens. Perception and alertness. I've got to make a roll as well. Diff? Let me make a roll first mm. to let you know what difficulty you're you're rolling at. Your base difficulty is going to be nine. Modified by aspects. Mod yes. Modified by aspects. Boop. Four successes. You catch the change in air. as someone slips in behind you. And he hears Summer's voice say, This is a really bad idea, Helen. Hmm. It's nice to see you again, Summer. Or, well, I suppose, metaphorically. He 
You have no idea how nice it is to see you too. What's your plan? I can tell that's this rather, about long. That's a rather broad question. <laughs> You're going to have to be a bit more specific. What do you want? I want Lucio to know what it's like to lose everything. Alka wants to talk to you. <laughs> I'm sure she does. Is that why you're here? It's not the only reason. Elaborate. Go ahead. Sorry. Elaborate. Just... Elaborate. Elaborate. Okay. Um. <clears throat> you even do you care about the Sabbat or just hurting Lucio? I don't give a rat's ass about what Oxygen wants. What was that word? About what what once? Octavian. Octavian. <laughs> Are you working with him? Our interests align for now. He's running interference for me with the Inquisition. Did you bomb Alicia? No. Hmm. Well, Lucio survived. That's unfortunate. I know. I tried to dig him out of the dirt and he fucking choked me out. Figures. one of the packs yesternight yet yeah, last night so I heard I want to say I'm sorry and I deserved whatever she got how does this end without us at each other's throat? Change in management, one way or another. 
Neither does the bot take the city, and Lucio falls. Or Lucio's own people eat him alive. And he falls anyway. I really do not care what which happens. So long as his dream is broken and he dies screaming. Do the Anarchs survive in that scenario? Anarchs are like cockroaches, they'll always survive. I'm more meant. Do you harbor any ill will? No. I have no love for Lucio. Especially after I learned what he had done to you. If it would... claw you back from the Sabbat, I would pledge everything to helping you kill him. He steps around you, standing about six inches away, looking into your eyes. Is that a fact? I... would help burn this city to make it better. She leans in. And she kisses you on the lips. God damn it. And as she breaks off the kiss and leans back on her heels. She says, she closes her eyes and she says, that's all well and good. I know you understand me and what I want. But your girlfriend is outside with a strike force. To be fair, we assembled the strike force before we put all of your pieces together. I say we, she. I honestly thought it'd just be the two of us going into the lion's den. Am I walking out of here? Or are you going to take me into custody? I know the moment we take you by force, 
I'll never have you, truly. That's the end of it. I'll just be Lucio. I don't want to, but I also don't want you to be my enemy. You, you're not. Just. <laughs> Even if it's, I don't know. Would you please just help us and talk to Alco? I would beg you. One condition. That is. When this is all said and done, you and me start over somewhere else. No more secrets, no more lies, no more fuckery. Just you and me on the road. <laughs> Hard choices. Helen, Helen, I'm Helen's like significantly taller than Summer, right? Isn't she shorty? Summer's at about 5'7". What the hell did I put? Traits? Other traits? No? Notes? I think you're 5'10". If memory serves. Correct. Alan doesn't Definitely doesn't immediately answer. She just freezes. And that that war of can I trust you? I don't know that it's plain on her face, but you don't have to look deep t deeply to find it. And eventually she just reaches out and pulls. Um, 
Summer into a hug and says, if that's what it takes. And like pets her hair. You feel Summer shudder underneath your touch. And she eventually leans in to you and wraps her arms around you. Gabriella, what are you doing? Gabriella, I think, for the for first couple of minutes of that conversation and the entrance had kind of been surveying the neighborhood, walking around, making sure that no one is kind of watching the house or trying to get in the way of this interaction that she knows is taking place. But at, towards, towards like the middle half, she was walking towards the house with all specs up. Because of course she has all specs up. Is she's surveying the neighborhood. And then she started catching you know snippets of the conversation as she approached. The closer she got, the more she heard. And I think as the conversation got more and more personal and intimate, and the more and more this conversation seems to have veered away from what she thought it was going to be when they came here. She kind of has stopped herself kind of in her tracks as outside the house. It's kind of just frozen in place for a moment. She's looking off kind of just anywhere right now. Um, up at the sky, down at the ground, her gripped on her own pan tightening. She's feeling sensations that she has not felt in a while. It's not the same as anger, because she knows how that feels, because she felt anger at her brother's death. About any time she thinks of Octavian, any time she thinks of what she has lost in her life. This is different. This is a kind of pain that she's never experienced before. And she lets that pain wash over for a moment and there's she can feel the blood starting to pool up in her eyes but she knows that she cannot afford to be that vulnerable right now so she bites down hard in her lip takes a deep breath and decides that now may be the time where she should make her entrance totally not because um she feeling a little bit spiteful in this moment. So she walks up towards the door and doesn't even bother to knock or anything. Just opens the door up, steps inside, and then I think a little more a little more spitefully than she means to, she says, Aw, isn't that sweet? Two lovebirds reconnected once more. <laughs> Summer disconnects from the hug and warily looks past Helen to the scourge. Says, What's your take on this? She very clearly is not looking at Helen in this moment. Very clearly, very pointedly, she's focusing her intention solely on Summer right now. And she says, my take on it 
What do you want? She'll close the door behind them and say, What I want is very simple. Helen came with me on this little excursion, mainly to help me out in this endeavor, because I knew from reading your reports you had done a very lackluster job as sheriff on purpose previously, but that is no business of mine. Your personal issues with Prince Lucio, your issues with the city's government. I am, as I say, an outsider, a foreigner. I've come to this land mainly to satisfy personal desires. I've come for information. I've come to question you. But I'm not going to force you to come with me. If I did that, I wouldn't be no better than some kind of autocrat of enforcing my will. And I do not want to force Helen to go through the pain of seeing you being dragged off. Because I imagine she would not want that to happen either. So, I ask only that you cooperate willingly with me as far as you are willing to in the endeavors to get rid of the Sabbath. I am not going to ask you to help out with keeping Lucio in power, for as far as I care, Lucio can fall any moment. I have not no real investment in my position in the city. The posting of Scourge given to me is merely an, a bargain of convenience. Um, to, to, to flavor your, the scene here, um, Helen is, has definitely kind of stepped off out of the way as soon as the two of you started showing, showing down and, uh, is that the right term? Whatever. Um, and she's just like hugging her middle and trying to cry very quietly. Summer nods and says, All right. As long as we know where each other stands. If what Octavian says is right, you and your family are here after him. Yes. We are. But in broader terms, him and the other Zimisi who follow him, and any other Sabbat dogs who might cross our path in the service of the execution of our duty and our justice. Summer, do you know what it's like to lose someone in your life that you care about? Yes. I believe you, you say this. I lost a family member. A dear, dear family member to me. My own sweet brother. Murdered for my very eye. That is why I am here in the city. 
That is why I don't honestly give a shit about Lucio, about Alco, the Anarchs, anyone in the city. But I do want to say something to you, if you mind. Sure. Did being sheriff mean nothing to you? Perception and empathy. Absolutely, let's go. Your base difficulty is nine. Oh, let's go. Perception, empathy, I'm great at that. Let's go. MD10, especially in body language. And you've got aspects. So. Yep, seven. All right. Oh, baby, let's go. Diff seven. Ah, five. Five successes. She really, really, really is fighting the urge to say, of course it did. But instead, she says, there was a means to an end. This is my perspective as an outsider. You're free to take it as you will. I mean, after all, you're leaving the city soon anyway, by your own words. Going to be leaving. So, you won't have to take my words into consideration any more than you have to. I think about what happened last night, son. I think about Elysium in flames. I think about Farid, who's currently in a coma, poor, poor, in Yayo's hospital. I think about the Keeper of Elysium, the who I did not know greatly, but I'm sure you did, in the forming the station of your office, who now is lying as dust on the garden floor. I think about all the people who so far have died with hands as a bot. One of my friends, my dear friends, MB, his sire, a gr I, according to him, a great woman, someone he loved very dearly, killed by Hannah, and he is now racked with grief at this. <laughs> and I think about all the harm that has come to the city, not by Lucio's hand, but by your own. Because you failed to perform the station of your office. <laughs> Manipulation and expression. Your difficulty is five. I'm sorry, she's spiteful right now. This is this is a spite. I'm squirming. <laughs> yeah, the girlfriends are fighting. <laughs> this is Fight, motherfucker, let's go. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, does Smooth Talker apply here? It's it's manipulation. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, I have persuasive. Yeah, that applies. Uh, let's see. Roll 70, 10. 
Oh, I, I no, that, ignore that. That was me. That was my bad. We roll. No. One success. <laughs> so four successes. No, I don't. I don't mind you. I don't mind you emotionally destroying one of my favorite NPCs. No, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I I am tense right now. Like seriously. <laughs> Now you know how it feels, air. <laughs> Summer sets her jaw. And her shoulders grow a little tense. And she just says, Get to the fucking point. The point is, whatever your petty bullshit, whatever your reasoning, whatever... I, I don't doubt Lucio is an evil man. I've seen the things he does. I don't doubt it. But what I am saying is... Don't help Lucio. Do not help him. Do not care about him in any way. What I want, Summer, and what I think you owe... You don't have a duty to the Camarilla or to him. You have a duty to the city. The city you swore in your oath of office, which you might clear, care to not care, you might claim to not care about, but I know very well you did. You were a person who, when you had the opportunity to, you helped a great deal. You helped the city. You helped its people when they needed you, when they went to you. You took Helen under your wing when you didn't have to. You are a person who cares deep down in your core. I know that. So it must eat you up inside to know how many people are dying and suffering because of you. So you owe it to them, to all the people who are dust now because of your inaction to help us now. Help us rid this city of the Sabbat. Rid it of anyone who seeks to do them harm. Lucio can come later. Right now, people are dying, Summer. And you are helping them die. I think Gabrielle is full on God in Summer's Grill too. Like she, she is like by probably poking her too, like poking her chest and shit. Like she's full on mad dogging her. She doesn't give a shit. Summer just stands there as stoically as she can, and she looks up at you. And she's fighting. She's really fighting it, but you can see the blood starting to well up in her eyes. All right. You may have a point. I'll help. <laughs> this is all I ask. And once you are done with this helping, you may be free to go as you wish. And I wish you all the best and all the happiness in your life together. And when she says that, she is not looking at Summer. 
Helen. Helen is in no place to respond to this. Actfully or in any way meaningfully. She's sobbing and... Her mind is moving a mile a minute. She's she's wondering about she's wondering if she just let herself be manipulated by Summer again. She's desperate to make this right to make it right for everybody she's brief moments from earlier in the night and the night previous that she spent with time with Gabriella flashed through her mind intermingling with time that she spent with Summer. She realizes that she with both of them she destroyed her relationship with them right as she felt she was coming to love them. She even squashed the urge to tell Gabriella it earlier last night. He's just a horrible wreck. He... I don't think she could help but notice what you say between her attachment disorder and her osex, but she's in certainly no state to respond. But sob. I think noticing how distraught and destroyed that statement makes you, Gabriella immediately wrenches her eyes away from you and feels like like her heart just turned to a block of ice. And like this was probably the most hurtful thing she's ever felt since the night her brother died. It... It's a different kind of pain. The pain of an intense blood bond being severed. But this feels... somewhere close to that. To her. In this moment. And then she... has to... has to maintain that ironclad control that she has over herself. Because she does not want to allow herself to... to... appear weak in front of Summer. So she just turns to Summer and says, We will be in contact with you. And I expect cooperation. I will not force your hand if you do not wish to help. I know you've said you will, but at any point, 
It slips to you that you do not think you can help us anymore. It is no skin off my nose, I honestly just don't care. But if you do want to help, information on Octavian, on how he is learning our moves before we make them, information on his plans, and one more thing. There's going to be a drop tonight. A ring. You make sure it gets to him. And you make sure to tell him it is what he's wanted for so long, finally delivered. And I will give you no more information about that. Make sure he knows that that ring will be the answer to all his prayers. He nods. I think once she gets that nod, Helen will. Uh, Gabrielle will give her a nod back and say, I do not think you are a bad person, Miss Kitagawa. I do not think you intended any malice towards the people of the city. But. I am thankful to you for wanting to right a wrong. Now I will return to the court, and no one will know of this. You are free to do as you like. I will not chase you down, I will not hunt you, unless you step out of line too far that the prince sees leave of killing you. But, I will not actively interfere in your life. As long as you promise me one thing. What's that? Take good care of Miss Crane. She deserves someone good in her life. <laughs> no more lies, please. No more. And with that, Gabriella immediately starts leaving the house. And I think she she doesn't have celerity, but she just starts like the moment she's out of the sightline of the house, she just starts booking it and immediately like like spam calling and Nasser telling and saying, We need to go now. Now we need to go. We need to go. We need to go. Alright. And I think that's where we can end the session tonight. Yeah. I, I Actually I, MB calls Yaya. Hey Yaya, wanna hang out and read comic books? <laughs> You what? <laughs> yeah. And that's where we can end the session. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, like, that. that's what, that, uh, Bale, that's what MP wants. He's just like, he needs a night of normalcy with someone that he can actually relate to and that isn't, like, tied to something he has to horribly do, do something that he doesn't want to do. Oh, buddy, you are about to, you, you are about to, 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 to hear things that I have had prepped for just in case one of you nerds decided to be a nerd with me. <laughs> Perfect. Alright, everyone gets their baseline 4 XP and one to give away. I give mine to 
I give mine. Oh God, this is a difficult fucking night. Um, it really is. Jesus. Um, I give mine to, to. Okay. Um, I, I give mine to MB for the going to granddaddy and getting fussed at. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to give mine to Gabriella for pulling out the Dommy Mommy. That was less Dommy Mommy and more, uh, I, I, am, I am in spite mode and I'm going to burn down everything around me. Dark, it is the most dominant I've ever, I've ever heard from you and it did things. Mm. <laughs> like, I've, like, mm. that is the most dominant you've ever been and goddamn. <laughs> Alright. Who are you giving XP to? I'll give mine to Helen because he Helen Helen has become the ruin of Gabriella in this moment. Like j j just the hesitation and then the yeah, I'll go with you. That 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 like that that just like anything Gabriella was prepared for, that completely ruined her in the moment. I I fully intended to kick that can down the road. I fully intended to come to Gabrielle. I have auspex. I, I have auspex. Yeah, bitch, I, I made a deal. I made a deal with the devil, but I was lying, babe. I'm gonna stay with you. And then you came in there. Oh my god. I have auspex, bitch. I heard that whole conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Traumatic. Were you given one to uh, Funza? I'm sorry, Bale, but I'm giving mine to Dark. That's fine. Thank you for destroying me. Uh, Ooh. Feel free to do it again. You're welcome. Oh my god. <laughs> uh... I I I'm sorry that I had to emotionally destroy one of your favorite NPCs, Dia. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it, it was it was the combination of factors that I was just like, what would Gabriella do in this moment? I was like, oh, like this is probably where she's going to be the most petty she's ever been. Professionalism yeah. calmly set aside. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, just heads up. If MB meets Summers during this, he's just gonna say, "Clench your jaw. You owe me a couple." <laughs> oh no! If you think that's bad, can you imagine what Yaya would do if he saw her? <laughs> I really loved. If I had an XP, another XP to give, Yaya's like it is so wonderful. Hearing Yaya lament the deaths of innocent Tremere that he killed. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know. I know. It's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, Yaya right now in the moment is the epitome of the uh that 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 Scotsman meme about the Tremere. Damn Tremere! They ruined Thumb <laughs> <ruined> Churchy. 
You sure you're sure are contentious people. That's it, you, you've been an enemy for life. For life, then, Drew. <laughs> the Cameroons have both been enemies for centuries. Much like the Tremere and the Gargoyles. Or the Tremere and the Zemeses. Or the Tremere and the Tremere. Damn you, Tremere. You ruined Thaumaturgy. <laughs> uh. And with that, I have to go to work. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> so I will yeah, see you. Yeah, you have I, to go to work with I will all this see special you, baggage. I will see you jolly fuckers next week. See you next Later, week. Later, Oh, oh man. I, 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 I'm sorry, but what once I went into that scene with the spite in mind and knowing, oh, she actually cares about people, and she cared about people when doing her job. Welp! I know the button to press. Yeah, yeah, man. It's also, it's also just like, oh, the girlfriends are fighting. Oh, uh, this has just been just like, God, why? It's just been emotional ses session after every single big event. <laughs> like. Mid Helen, Helen has. Helen, Helen has <laughs> essentially come off scot free from all of our combat engagements, and then she just goes and gets royally fucked in these social situations, and I'm here for it. Yeah, social situations that she unfortunately engineered for herself. Well. If we remember, <laughs> Gabriella walked up to me with like presence three activated, and Air <laughs> said, "Yeah, yeah, that triggers your fucking uh, <laughs> your attachment yeah. disorder." It's like, I guess we're going down this road, <laughs> oh, and I don't God. regret it for a second. Oh it's just, no, this this was not. Just the same as any other vampire love. It was not pure. It's, There's yeah. always that wonderful element of corruption in us. Yep, vampire relationships are faded to to end messy. Uh, this 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 is probably also the worst thing possible for Gabriella because she's just gonna run back to her family bond and. I don't know if I told you guys this before, but the family bond is not a good thing for her because. Uh, do you know how Zemisi blood bonds work? Usually, a sire, when they blood bond their child, there's Zemisi, they use coldenism and dominate to enforce emotions on the blood bond. So, the, re the whole reason we think we're a family is because our sire made it so. Hmm. Basically, oh. we're, we're all in, in a very, very weird brainwashed Stockholm syndrome, basically. Isn't that all vampires, to be honest? A good bit, yeah. But yeah, but yeah, like I said, like MB is going to call Yaya to just have one day after probably the second worst day of his life. You you and don't want to call you don't want to call Gabriella and and listen to her rage or or call um, Helen and listen to her just have an emotional breakdown. Uh, no, because. Uh, even though MB doesn't know that's going on, MB is like, A, I haven't really interacted with Gabrielle that much, and, like, she's also European. She, she, I don't think she likes the same things I like. She's European. <laughs> she's from a, a weird a weird part of Europe. 
and doesn't like, probably doesn't like things from, I like. Yeah. She's from Eastern Europe. She probably yeah. likes counting beats or something like that. Yeah. And oh and and Helen likes partying, and I'm not in a partying mood. Uh, Helen parties to feed, not for fun. Yeah, I mean, still, I, I'm I'm genuinely surprised that party girl is what you attach to Helen. She's a, a little... an emotional mess who keeps collecting other broken people. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and, and yeah, again, yeah, a bro an emotional mess, and that's not something MB needs right now. Uh, he can't call Marley because that's going to be a whole emotional conversation he's not ready for. Then, and I can't go to Iris because. She's part of my plan, and that's just going to be back in my mind. So, yeah, yeah, it is. Like, the most sane person I know who also likes the things I like. Sane, quote-unquote. Yeah. The, the but, sane one who forced themselves to forget them betraying their own clan. I didn't... I, I don't know that because I did not pay attention at all to that. I was too busy staring at the skull of my sire. Which you know is probably for the best. So yeah. Is yeah was yeah was that an insane move on Yaya's part? No. Was it insanely manipulative? <laughs> and him trying to cover his own tracks because he knew he had to do he had to step outside of what would be okay to get something done. Yes. <laughs> but but yeah, but MB he also just thought this would get rid of um the fucking. What's Macaulay's? He thought this he, would get rid of the. Uh, they said they would get their. They said they would get their devil worshippers, and he would get rid. And he would get rid of them. And he would get rid of the woman who was causing him the most issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you just, also uh, just casually knocked out one of the major clans for the Camarilla. Yeah, we, we the Camarilla is definitely not in the weakest position it's probably ever been in Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, no, one hundred percent. Like, 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 I just imagined every single event of the last few nights. Alco has just been sitting in their dining room, sipping tea, and just watching the news scroll and just going, "Ah, uh, yes, marvelous." <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So Envy is just like he needs just one night of peace, and so he needs a guy's night with Yaya. And this. I honestly don't know what Gabriella is going to do from this point forward because she's been relatively in control since she's got to the city. There's been a few moments where she's been like a little more emotionally charged and a little like like when she got pissed off at, at Yaya for you know just casually giving Alco the information about her and like <laughs> a, a, a couple of other like like little instances incidents like whenever Octavian's evolved, but she like. This is like the first night where I think she's probably ever truly felt completely out of control. And I imagine she's just going to t take her sisters and say, we need to go somewhere and just like do something. I don't know what, just do something. That's how MB feels right now after <laughs> after getting scolded by grandpa. Oh, yeah, but then you go, go get Yaya and read comics. I think that yeah. uh, Gabrielle is going to kill somebody. Mm. There, but Maybe yeah, burn uh, some buildings down. You know, I was just debating like at the end. There's like, should I give him the skull or not? And just like, I don't know if this is the right move, 
but this may be an olive branch to just make him real just make him realize that I do care about shit and I do care about him somewhat and left Lydia's skull with him to grieve properly I hope I don't know oh no I know I know I know what's going to happen I know what's what? gonna happen now okay I'm gonna immediately go back home to the mansion gonna march right up to uh, Master Andredge with like blood tears streaming down my face I'm gonna rip off my shirt and I'm going to point at my rib bones and say I am weak and I need you to help fix me <laughs> Jesus. You are going to remove your ribs to eat your own coochie. Got you. Oh no, I I'm removing my ribs so I can become a more powerful cold dude. That's what I'm doing. Huh. Yeah. Also, M also, I just, uh, it's also the fact that uh, MB wants to hang out with Yaya because Yaya is the only person who knows MB is a Diabolus now. And so, like, he feels like Yaya's probably the best equipped to handle MB right now, at least yeah, knowledge-wise. As, as long as you don't start talking to me and it doesn't sound like you, we're good. Yeah. 